Welcome to the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast, hosted by me, Jason Sacco. I'm a longtime spondy looking to bring the community closer to give the community a voice. I'll be reaching out to organizations, doctors, nutritionists, and anyone that I think can help increase our spondy quality of life. Enjoy and learn what is available to make your life better. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast. I hope everyone is having a wonderful week and I'm so excited to be able to bring this week's episode to you about fatigue. But first, I wanted to take care of a couple items and mention them. First, the U.S. has crossed 30,000 downloads of the show. That is amazing. The show has been downloaded in all 50 states and it's just amazing that it's over 30,000 downloads. In addition to that, we've added two new places around the globe that downloads have come in from. One is Oman in the Middle East, and the other is the U.S. Virgin Islands. So to the folks that downloaded from those areas, welcome. It's glad that you came in, and I hope that you uh, download more shows, listen, enjoy, and feel free through the website, spondypodcast.com, to reach out if you have any questions. I'd love to hear from you. So on to today's show. You know, having started back up to work, I'm really, really affected by fatigue. I'm studying to get my securities licenses, my Series 7 and 63 back. It's a lot of mind work thinking through these things. And even though I had my licenses for 20 some odd years, having to remember a lot of this stuff has been just mentally draining for me. So it's been a challenge, you know, having to follow a certain schedule, get the studying in and do all the things that I did outside of when I wasn't working, when I was on disability. So it's just been a really big challenge. And on top of that, I moved, I'm in a new state, I'm having to set up all new doctors, and all of it can just seem and feel overwhelming at times. This has led to one thing, and this may apply to some of you out there, it may not, but I am low testosterone. So I give myself testosterone shots, and I'm waiting to get a new prescription for syringes, because they just won't sell you syringes at the drugstore. So until I get that, I've been out of testosterone now for a month and a half, I think. I was the last time I had a shot. I also just got the COVID vaccine a little over a week ago. So I am skipping this dose of my biologic, which is Cosentix. So I won't take that again until the first. Just a lot of things wrapped up to create just extra fatigue that I'm dealing with. And with that, I happen to be looking through, and there's a website that I really like called axialspondyloarthritis.net. As I was looking through postings on the website, I came across an article from Lana Butner, and her and I have spoken in the past, and she wrote a really good article that I wanted to share. And I'll have a link to it in the show notes so that you can go and read it yourself, but it's called Fight Fatigue and Get Your Energy Back. She published this on March 31st. We all know that it Axial spondyloarthritis is a chronic condition, and as she points out, it comes with many different challenges and symptoms. Fatigue, which is probably the one universal symptom that we all deal with at probably the same level, and it can have a big impact on our quality of life, the choices that we make, and how we approach our day-to-day living. I know I certainly do. There's days when I get up and I'm going, oh man, just, you know, let me get some more sleep, or, you know, I just don't have the energy to do whatever I need to get done. But you have to try and, and just, at least I have to push through on many days, and it, it can really make it a challenge. 
So she goes on to write, over the years, since her diagnosis six years ago, and through the work with her health coaching clients, she's learned some ways to help manage the waves of fatigue and to get some of the energy back. So she identifies these three areas, and I thought they were pretty interesting to look at. First is body center. Check in with your body. Are you feeling tired? Are you relaxed? Are you feeling any pain? Are you feeling comfortable or uneasy? You know, close your eyes, sit back, and notice how you're feeling both physically and how your breath is coming along. Take some deep breaths, calm yourself, just so you can kind of start to feel through your body and understand what you're dealing with. Also, another area she calls the heart center. She says, check in with how you're feeling emotionally. Do you feel happy, angry, content? Are you feeling anxious or nervous? Again, close your eyes and silently name the emotions you feel and breathe. That way, as you breathe through and you start to recite what's bothering you, I'm anxious, I'm nervous, I'm mad, whatever it is, you can start to analyze those, find out why. Maybe there is no need for that feeling. Maybe there's a way to easily change that feeling or understand why it's affected you. But coming to grips with it can help to relieve some of that body stress and help to bring you back in I hate to use the word harmony, but bring it back to a level where your body's not trying to fight fatigue and these emotions that are heightened. And then thirdly, what she calls the head center. Check in with your thoughts. Do you notice many thoughts? Do you feel space and calmness? Are they past, present, or future? Again, close your eyes and silently name the thoughts you notice as you breathe. These three things can really help to center you, help to identify things that might be causing you additional stress, additional fatigue, allow you to combat them, to come down, allow you to bring those emotions down if they're heightened, and thereby allow your body to not expend extra energy that you just might not have. That can help to eliminate some of the fatigue that you're dealing with. And then as you do these check-ins, realize there's physical fatigue and mental fatigue. With physical fatigue, if your body is tired from pain, from a workout, or from simply not being able to move as much as you can or want to, you know, try to understand what's going on. Try to rest as you deal with that physical fatigue. You might not be able to get a nap or be able to go to bed right at that point, but maybe it's just sitting down for five or 10 minutes just to kind of collect yourself, you know, and give your body time to recharge a little bit before you push on with whatever it is that you need to tackle at that particular time. She goes on to say, on the other hand, sometimes I feel like I need to energize my body by going on a walk, a run, a bike tour, and simply being outside. Those can be really good things. Now, if you're physically disabled or physically challenged like I am, a walk, a bike run, any of that is not going to happen. But I can go outside. I can get some sun enjoy just a nice breeze, listen to the birds, play with my dog, whatever I need to do to kind of put myself out of whatever condition I was in. That way you can kind of rejuvenate, get some, hopefully some rest and be able to better tackle it is whatever you need to get done. Whatever is causing that physical fatigue can be kind of put away. Then there's mental fatigue. And to be honest, that's the one that's really, really been getting me lately with the readjusting back to a working schedule and studying for my securities licenses. Anna goes on to say, similar to physical fatigue, the mental and emotional fatigue can be very powerful. From the check-in exercises, you can identify what thoughts are connected to your fatigue. Are you feeling low in energy and need time for yourself? 
Do you want some external support from people around you? You know, reconnect with what gives you your energy, laughter, playfulness, you know, optimism, if at all possible. And understand that like with all of the episodes that I do, there is no one size fits all approach. What works for me might not work for you and vice versa. So these are really things where I hope you can take pieces of it away and find what best works for you. The key, as Lana says, is to listen and take care of your body and allow yourself time to reconnect with your feelings and needs and allow yourself to take that rest that you need, both physically and emotionally. Don't let yourself feel that you are not living up to your potential because you just need to take some extra rest. With axial spondyloarthritis, we're all in this together. So with that, reach out, find a good support system, find somebody or several people that you can talk to and you know that you can lean on on your bad days when you're physically or mentally down that can help you and lift you back up. If you have any questions, please go out to spondypodcast.com. Feel free to connect with me through there. Sign up for the newsletter. I have one that I should be releasing here hopefully in the next week or so. And again, I can't thank everyone enough for listening. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate the comments that I hear. And I can't wait to talk more in depth with all of you. Take care and have a wonderful week.